Welcome to Reddit Reads, our slash pro revenge. Our first Reddit post is from Nobiv. Last year, Grinch steals Christmas decorations from neighbors. Next year, couple get her on camera. Couple and police confront her on local news. I used to work with this guy. He and several of his neighbors had their decorations stolen off their porches last year. The woman actually got caught at a neighbor's house but the neighbors declined to press charges. This year, my former co-worker had enough. He set up a security camera trained on the front porch. Sure enough, a few weeks ago, some of his decorations went missing. So he checked the tape, and there was his neighbor from one street over. As he is telling his story to the local news, the police show up, so they all walked over to the woman's house to confront her. The best part, my coworker is pressing charges and the police say they may charge the woman with the theft of the decorations from last year. This comment is from Sir Boldrit. Your neighbor that first caught her only emboldened her when they didn't press charges. This year, she got her just rewards. This comment is from Mad Max Derbiter. The bizarrely entitled manner in she shrieks though she knows full well that she's a disgusting thief really sickens me. Very glad that they're pressing charges. Otskaben. I say we send her to the big house. This comment is from Medical Solid. Last year is within the statute of limitations. Our next Reddit post is from Femimdaddy. You won't pay me, okay, I'll double my work. The prize for the winner is a 500 check. Oh, so some backstory. I was 13 and I lived in a really fancy neighborhood and every year we have a best lawn competition. Some of my neighbors are really nice but some are rich snobs. This is also sort of an entitled person story so I'll be using abbreviations like EP. So I was managing my parents flower garden and I worked really hard for about two hours and when I finished it looked really good. Entitled person was walking her dog and spotted me admiring my work. E.P. is generally an asshole to everyone, so I wanted to avoid conversation, but she called out to me and the conversation went as followed. Mimi, E.P. entitled person. E.P., wow, did you do all this work? Me? Yeah, I was out working for the lawn competition. E.P., you did a great job, do you think you can do my lawn? E.P., of why do I have pay? Me, hum, if you pay me by the hour, I'll be happy to work. E.P. Oak, fine, ten an hour. Me, because I helping you compete against me, I want some profit out of it. So the next day, I do her very weedy lawn, and I think I did pretty good. After four hours of work, I knock on Ip's door to let her see the work, thinking she would be impressed. I pick up every single one of her weeds, I cut the grass, and I even buy some flowers, for the patches of dirt where large weeds used to be. I was very wrong. E.P., what is this? I was confused, but I wanted to see if I missed anything. E.P., the grass is the wrong color. Me, what? E.P., orangish. Me, the grass is green. What color is it supposed to be? I want my lawn to have fall colors, which I'm pretty sure is a made-up excuse. Me. Um, you did say that. Me, wait, what? E.P., you should have known. Now get out of here because you ruined my lawn. I'm not paying you. E.P. walks into here house and slams the door. 
I go home and start to plan my revenge. Round the neighborhood I hear E.P. bragging about her perfect lawn. About a week later, I stay up till 1200, and I go to a compost pile behind my house and gather up all the weeds I tossed from my own garden. I go to Ip's house and spend another hour kicking up her flowers, adding bug bait, and replanting the weeds in her yard. That morning was the morning of the competition. By the morning her garden had some bugs and looked like the house was abandoned. It was worth all the work to see Ip's face in the morning. Imagine a toddler who just saw his favorite teddy bear get ripped to shreds. We didn't win the competition, but E.P. came in last and was humiliated. E.P. knew it was me and tried to get me in trouble, but I asked her if she had proof. I also told the whole neighborhood about the situation so the other neighbors began to dislike her. E.P. never spoke to me again and eventually moved away, maybe because of the humiliation. Trust me, rich people care about lawns very much. Edit for all those wishing I spray-painted her lawn. Edit to getting kinda tired replying to people who think this is fake. I really don't care if you think it's fake. It's not fake. Please just downvote the post and go away. This comment is from Richilvin38. You saved her the humiliation of having an orange lawn. This comment is from Jockboy. No, I would have capped it off with spraying the lawn orange. This comment is from Bixmanman. They make these propane torches meant for killing weeds. All you need to do is briefly glance it over grass, and it will die within a day or two. I found this out after using one in my yard and waking up the next day to a zigzag pattern of dead grass. Our next Reddit post is from CTAP. My mom is very good at her job and uses her experience to get revenge against a negligent semi-driver and their company. First, a little backstory. Back in 2008, I got a convertible PT Cruiser for my birthday. I definitely enjoyed the heck out of that car during the summer. Yay, a bit stupid sounding, but it was cheap, super dependable, great condition, and it was a freaking convertible. My family did too, which is where the start of this story comes into play. My parents love to take cruises around in the car. They'll go to all sorts of different places, take the dog, and make a nice morning or afternoon out of it. Well, one day back in 2010, they were driving on the interstate with my sister and dog in tow. They end up behind a semi with a flatbed trailer and big stacks of parts strapped down on the top of it, imagine whitish. They described the scene as chaos. Well, secured would not be a good term to describe this load, because those parts fell off the trailer and right into the path of my parents. My dad driver was swerving around the road to avoid falling pieces potentially going through the windshield. My sister was squeezing the dog for dear life, pretty much a whole lot of chaos. They finally managed to stop on the side of the highway. The worst part, the driver kept on going. The family is terrified, the dog is freaked out, and the car is in terrible condition as a result of being hit by and driving over metal beams. Didn't stop, didn't pull over, basically left the scene of an accident with the load still not secure. Here's where the pro-revenge comes in, and I mean pro-revenge. You see, my mom is a buyer. 
A buyer is the one responsible for coordinating prices and purchases of materials for manufacturing and construction companies. Cool fact about my mom, she's very good at this, and has a lot of experience when it comes to part identification. And wouldn't ya know, there were parts all over the highway. So she, my dad, and my sister all go around collecting the metal pieces that had fallen off the trailer. She then proceeds to go home and uses her work experience to track down exactly where these parts Keep in mind that the only thing she had to go off of was a random string of numbers on each part she retrieved. Not exactly easy for the average person, and it took her about a week to finally get to the end result of the research. Using only that information as well as all the knowledge and experience she has gained over the years from being a buyer, she not only identified the company who produced the parts, she could also identify where they were produced, the driver of the semi, as well as the destination of the parts. She contacted the manufacturer and threatened to press charges for what had happened. Since my mom had all of the evidence, the parts were definitely for commercial usage only and shouldn't be in the hands of some mom 150 miles away from the parts destination, as well as the vehicle damage to prove what happened. The manufacturer was forced to pay out to fully repair the car 5,000 in total. Needless to say, the semi-driver was also fired for negligence. TL drive, semi-driver doesn't secure his load, almost gets my family killed, and speeds down the highway like nothing happened. My mom collects the parts off the highway and uses her professional experience to track down the parties involved, force them to pay for damages, and fire the driver responsible. Edit, thanks for all the awesome mom feedback. She's an amazing person who deserves lots of love. Yes, the dog was fine and is still a happy good boy to this day. People did request another story relating to the events that surrounded how I got the PT Cruiser see this comment thread. Wasn't one appropriate for this sub though, since it's not revengey in the slightest, so I put it in her story at this link. This comment is from Scaletta. The pure amount of effort that your mom put into getting the right people held responsible is what raises your post well into pro-revenge. I don't always get a Grinch smile of the wonderful, awful variety, but this story was most satisfying. This comment is from CTAP. They got it from the city's former superintendent of the schools. There's another story involving him. The cosmetic condition of the car my parents had to take a power washer to the inside of the car three times and my sister being pulled aside during classes because the drug dog picked up something on the car right after purchase. But that's a story for a different subreddit. This comment is from Warriorbirds. Beat Sixpo. The Grinch smile in question tips you to. Our next Reddit post is from Madber3991. Pastor lies, cheats, and steals. He gets exactly what he deserves. If you want to read on YouTube, that's okay with me. You can call me Caldro or Op, as my username is not easy. Sorry, I am on mobile. The cast. Also, I'm sorry, but I need to be very vague about where this happened. Pastor Bob, not real name. Contractor. Setup. Me, Caldra, or Op if you want. I have been a computer technician for more than 15 years. 
I have worked on all kinds of computers, everything from tiny point-of-sale computers to large rack server computers. I had been attending a new-to-me church. I was trying to date a woman there. This church was her idea. That relationship crashed and burned, but that's a different story. Now we can start. It was about five years ago, and it would cost... I had just sat through a long sermon about generosity and giving to those that need help. At the end of the sermon, Pastor Bob asked for an additional donation because the church's roof needed repairs. After the service, I'm talking to my date. That's right, 20,000 freedom dollars for a new roof. We talked, we talk a bit. I said hi, and he introduced himself. Pastor Bob walks over to me. I tell him I'm a computer tech with a shop. Pastor Bob asked what I do for a living. As I'm telling him, I have a feeling he already knows what I do. Pastor Bob asks me to have a look at his laptop. It's being very slow, so I agree. I turn the laptop on and I hear a clicking noise. This clues me in it's probably the hard drive, but I can still access the data. This is a good thing because it means I can probably recover the data. So I tell Pastor Bob the hard drive is dying and it needs to be replaced. Pastor Bob asked how much it would cost to fix. I also tell him I can probably recover the data. I tell him for most people I would charge around 250. Pastor Bob agrees, so I write up an invoice. However, I feel I can donate my time, so I would just need 60 for a new hard drive. Pastor Bob signed the invoice. New hard drive, 60 labor, zero data recovery, zero, and two to four days for repair. Thus, I take the laptop to my shop. I open the laptop. HP, why do you use so many screws and clips? I get the hard drive out and connect it to my recovery rig. I set up the recovery to clone the data to a new hard drive, but not the new one for the laptop, a high-end storage drive. I go home after locking up the shop. It's working, but it will take at least 10 more hours. Next day, Monday, I open the shop and check the recovery rig. So I start work on the other tickets. Then, at closing time, I lock up and go home. Next day, Tuesday, I've had Pastor Bob's laptop for two days. I open the shop and check my recovery rig. Good news recovery completed 100% data recovered. Report says hard drive developed to many bad sectors. Now I have a choice to make. I could put a 1TB hard drive 60 or a 120GB SSD 60. Or I could pay some money myself. I decide why not and put the 240GB SSD in the laptop. I then clone all the data over from the new recovery storage drive to the new 240GB SSD. An hour later, the clone is done. So I check everything. The laptop works great and is exactly like how it was before the first hard drive died. Even the Logans still worked. Therefore, I call Pastor Bob and tell him his computer is done. He says that's great. He will be here soon to get it. About 45 minutes later, Pastor Bob walks in. I show him his laptop working and much faster. He loves it and signs the pickup form. He then pays me with a check for 60. It's important he paid with a check. I do a bank run on Monday and Friday. So that Friday at the bank, 
I am informed that Pastor Bob's check is void, what why Pastor Bob had placed a stop payment on the check. Consequently, I called him and he ignored my call. I go to church on Sunday. Pastor Bob gives a sermon about not lying. I walk up to talk to him and he avoids me. So I leave and decide I'm going to write it off. I spent 100 and some time to do something nice. A few weeks later, a customer walks in looking for a new computer. To welcome him, I offer him a drink and go over his options. I'm chatting him up, and he tells me he is a contractor. He mostly does siding and roofing. He is thinking about offering solar. That's why he is getting a new computer. I ask how much does a new roof cost. He says up to about 10000 So I ask him why would someone say 20000 he had no idea. I thought it was strange. I asked about the church. Contractor said it would have been simple and around 5000 And he could probably do it for less. Contractor buys a nice new laptop. Sorry the setup took so long the revenge starts now. Something about what the contractor said bugs me later. Why would Pastor Bob lie and say 20000 for a new roof? And why would he stiff me for sixty? I then remember I never cleared the recovery rig storage drive. I check, and there it is Pastor Bob's laptop data. I look around, it's slow, and I'm all caught up on repair tickets. Fittingly, I look around a bit. He had all of his logins stored in a folder on the desktop, including his online dating logins and online poker. I look back and find Pastor Bob had been adult hugging. Did I ever mention Pastor Bob is married? I start printing his online dating messages. Several women from his online dating. He had been paying for his dates from the church's donation fund. I am getting angry now. Then I realize he had adult hugged the woman I was dating when I was dating her. It was then I decided to break Pastor Bob. I printed out all his dating messages and the women he adult hugged. For the last six months, except I refused to print the naughty pictures. It was an impressive packet. I then decide I need copies of the packet. Therefore, I order 100 packets printed from a major online printer. A few days later, my order of revenge packets arrived. These revenge packets are amazing double-sided, staple-bound with a cover with Pastor Bob's face on it. Now the conclusion, and I think it's worth it. This church had a calendar of what the sermon might be about a perfect Sunday was approaching. I go to church that perfect Sunday. I show up a bit late. Everyone is in the church, so I put a revenge packet on each car. I have a few revenge packets that are in yellow envelopes. Fittingly, I put them in the mail. I sent one to all the high-ups in the church. I set the return address to the church, and I sent a special packet with some of Pastor Bob's naughty pics to Pastor Bob's wife. I also emailed a bunch of people the revenge packet from a burner email. A couple weeks after I went back to that church, Pastor Bob was gone, so was the wife. I asked one of the important people there. Several of the women were also gone, including the one I was dating. What happened, the answer was amazing. I was told about the revenge packet and how everyone had gotten one. The day my revenge packet appeared. Thank you, church calendar. 
The sermon Pastor Bob had given was about the evils of adultery and cheating on your wife. The fallout, Pastor Bob was fired and shunned. Multiple women from the church have not returned, including the one I was dating. Pastor Bob's wife is divorcing him, and she's the one that owned the house and cars. He never paid any of them. No longer Pastor Bob is now being sued by several people, including the one that fixed the roof. There were also rumors of a criminal case for embezzlement. No one has seen Bob in a while now. The church might close if they can't find a new pastor. But the church's money is very low. TLDR. Apparently he also spent over 30000 on online gambling. Gets found out and doxed. Pastor lies, steals and cheats on his wife with multiple women. Gets fired, divorced and arrested. Notes because you might ask, and no one knows I did this to him. But I cannot confirm this. It's quite possible that several of the very young children and babies at the church were his. I have no idea where Bob is now. I would think still in jail. Edit. Thank you so much for the awards, it's amazing. This comment is from Godafethize. Adult hugging is a fantastic euphemism. This comment is from Samgange. Did you get your money back? Nope. This comment is from Madber3991. That was Reddit Reads, r slash pro revenge. If you like this content, please rate this podcast five stars. We upload new videos every day. See you tomorrow.